You're listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber and Cordell Stewart. David, thanks so much for taking the time. Let's start in Jacksonville. A couple years ago, Blake Bortles had 35 touchdown passes. What do you think has happened to him since then? Fellas, what's going on, first of all? What's up, David? <laughs> yes, he did. He, um, he had the numbers, but unfortunately, it was numbers that were done in times when the game was out of hand. And so he was able to accumulate touchdowns. And, and I had reservations even then because, you know, most uh, average fans just see numbers. They see how many touchdowns he throws, and they think, okay, well, he's young, but look how he can throw touchdowns if he could just eliminate the interceptions. Well, it's different when you come into a season and everything's riding on your performance now, and you're an older vet, you're established guy, you should be able to put up those same kind of touchdown numbers, but eliminate the mistakes. And it's not that he just has some mistakes. There are mistakes at the wrong time. Um, you know, you're getting down by 17, 21 points in the game, and it's out of hand by halftime. Well, now you just come out and you start slinging the ball around, and then you throw three touchdowns, but you're down, you got beat, uh, you know, 35-21. And so it's it's, it's, a, it's a situation where now that's not acceptable. You're going to your fourth year. He's getting to a point where he's just not uh, maturing from those mistakes. He's not um, winning ball games with his arm. It's just you, you can just see it starting to snowball now. Everything is going downhill. His own teammates, receivers are starting to talk about him behind his back. You can kind of hear that kind of stuff. Other teammates as well. It's just not a really good look. David, you mentioned he's not winning the games with his arm. Um, Is he that style of quarterback, though? Because the same thing is happening in the same division with with Andrew Luck. He is not that style of quarterback. If you saw when he came out of Stanford, Andrew Luck, uh, you saw it was done with a running game, play-action pass, throw the ball, and then make plays with his feet. Is Blake Bortles that type of player where he can just do it with his arm? And is that the big reason why they end up going to grab uh, Leonard Fournette early in the draft? Yeah, it, it definitely is. I mean, honestly, any quarterback uh, needs a supporting cast. Uh, you know, Tom Brady is one of those quarterbacks that can just, whoever is out on the field, he can make plays and they're going to win. But your normal quarterback needs those kind of players, and especially a quarterback that isn't uh, throwing around the field 50 times and you're making those consistent throws, uh, making the big plays with your arm, and everybody just relies on you. Not very many of those quarterbacks. Most quarterbacks need um, a top receiver, a running back that can be efficient, a couple of them that come out of the backfield, those kind of things. It's What he hasn't done, he has not just – taken the game over by himself and brought the team back to win or from start to finish just excelled in multiple games. He's not done that. There's always that turnover that is costly. There's, there's a situation where we're down uh, maybe 10 points and we're going into the fourth quarter, but we never come back and win or – Maybe it's happened once or twice in the three years he's played. That's what I say by he never takes the game over and win it on his own. I'm not saying he does that week in and week out. 
he, he's not doing it consistent, consistently enough at all. And so what happens is, is we get in these games and everything just happens to be working and special teams is making plays, defense is making plays, and I mean plays by their scoring touchdowns, and then offense is scoring touchdowns and not turning the ball over. That's, those are the games that we have won here in the last three years with, with Blake Bortles. And, I mean, it's, it's, it's unfortunate because he has the tools and, and the talent. It's just for some reason he just makes these mistakes in the ball games that are very, very costly uh, where we're going into – I'll give you an example. We're going into halftime and say the other team's only up three points. Well, we're driving in a little two-minute drive trying to get some points before the half, and he throws a pick six. And not just a pick. He's got as many pick sixes in his career as he has wins. So <laughs> these are not very good numbers. David Garrard is our guest on the NFL on TuneIn. David, I'm glad you still use the term we because I've been a Jaguar fan for a long time. Before Cordell brings it up, <laughs> I'm supposed to be an objective member of the media I'm the guy, even before we got together on this show, for at least five years I've been saying, this is the year Jacksonville bounces back. Because I remember how effective this team was when you played for them. They were a playoff team. What is going on organizationally? We know that Tom Coughlin is there to try to change the culture of the team. But why has this franchise struggled so much in recent years? Because look at the roster. There's talent on this football team. There is absolutely talent on this football team, and it honestly has been the last five, six, seven years. Been the quarterback play has not been as up to par as it should be. First of all, um, you know, probably five years ago, the the team was just awful. We we did not have a very good roster. Uh, there was no weapons out there, no playmakers, offensively, defensively, anywhere. But now the team is set, and the quarterback play is still, um, unfortunately, I hate to say, is below average right now. And that's why we continue to be in this funk. You know when you have your franchise quarterback, and I'm talking about a quarterback that can go out there and take the game over, win ball games on his own pretty much, and that changes a team. That changes a season, and we have not had that here the last few years. Do you need to change that quarterback at the starting quarterback position? It, it's not a change. Just play better. <laughs> play better. Make the play that you're supposed to make. I mean, this Thursday night preseason game, it, it's going to be huge. It's one of the biggest preseason games in Jaguar history just because we have an open competition at quarterback now, and Blake has to go out there and play really well. I mean, when I look around at all these other preseason games and you see Russell Wilson go out, and he goes four for four with a touchdown. You see Dak Prescott go out there. He's four for six or six for eight, two touchdowns. We don't have that. Blake has not given us that. We've had three and out, three and out, three and out, six and out. I mean, it's just – our offensive chemistry is not on par, and the other teams are taking advantage of us. Last week with Tampa, we go out there three and out, first two drives, and um, James Winston goes right down the field, both drives, scores a touchdown on the first down, first drive, gets three points on the second drive, and then 
the backup comes in and he goes down. It's, and that happens because there is no energy given by the offense. So the defense has nothing to rise up for. It's basically a here-we-go-again type situation, and we've got to get out of that. We've, we, we are in the world of here-we-go-again, and that's killing us. He's Cordell Stewart. I'm Brian Weber chatting with David Garrard, the former NFL quarterback. David, you spent time in Miami, so what's your outlook on what could happen this year in South Florida? Jay Cutler looked good, albeit in the cameo in his preseason debut for Miami. Considering what he did playing with and for Adam Gase in Chicago a couple years ago, how smooth do you think this transition is going to be? (laughs) You know, uh, being a former quarterback, it's, it's tough for me to sometimes watch Jay Cutler out there because, you know, as a quarterback, you have to be even kill, which he is even kill personified. He almost looks like he's dead out there when he's <laughs> just <laughs> walking around and, and talking to the players. But he, he has the ability. He's uh, just like almost a Blake Bortles, but he's actually won ball games and been to the playoffs. But he, he, you never know what you're going to get. And a retired or coming off retirement. Jay Cutler, that would worry me because I just feel like his motivation is already terrible. Now he's coming off retirement. It's like, I'm going to get hit a few times and eh, you know what? I'm going to kind of check out even more than I have in the past. But if, if Jay Cutler can be the Jay Cutler that was with Adam Gase a few years ago, then I think they do have the talent down there. They do have the weapons. They got uh, Ajay, Jay Ajay, I believe is how you say his name. Jay Ajayi. Uh, Jay Ajayi, yeah, is a fantastic running back. So he's got the weapons and he's got players on defense. They just happen to have the New England Patriots in their division, you know. But it's, I I don't know. I like Matt Moore. I think Matt Moore should have been, uh, should have gotten his shot. I mean, he is a seasoned veteran. He's come in and played well for them multiple times. But for some reason, uh, head coaches do not give him a chance to take on the job for a a long period of time. They're always looking for someone else. And that, you know, says a lot in itself too. But I I don't know. I'm kind of giving you uh, shoulders up right now with Jay Cutler. It's a a wait-and-see type situation. You mentioned in the division – uh, you guys' division, the AFC South, is about as competitive as any other division, I would say, when it comes down to trying to win. Because at one time, it was just Indianapolis Colts. Obviously, we know because of Peyton and, yeah. and then Andrew Luck came along. But now you see the Houston Texans doing it at the quarterback position by committee. They end up finding ways to win a division. And then you have the Tennessee Titans, who's really knocking on the doors. Uh, and then not knowing for sure which team is going to show up in Jacksonville Give me your take on the yeah. division and how uh, competitive it is now to where probably one or two teams, maybe even a third, can be positioned to win. And, I mean, a different team than what it's been over the last few years. Yeah, just uh, giving you the Jaguar uh, point of view, we've really dropped the ball the last few years because we had uh, the perfect time to kind of take over the division. And we just basically threw it to everybody else and said, here you go. Uh, because there hasn't been uh, very good chemistry within our whole division over the last few years. You know, uh, Andrew Luck being injured the last couple years. Um, that, Like you said, the Texans have just been quarterbacked by committee, and that's never 
a great recipe. And the Titans have kind of just been kind of coming along slowly but surely. But, you know, we've kind of had pieces here with we thought we had our quarterback and uh, we felt like we had pieces on defense. But we continued, like last year, I thought, man, we've got a great shot to take the division. But it really is um, up for grabs. Uh, you got to keep looking at the Texans, the way they've been able to play uh, without really having a franchise quarterback, and they still make it to the playoffs. That just tells you kind of how bad uh, all the other teams have been playing. But, I mean, looking at it objectively, I, I feel like the Titans kind of have the best recipe for winning the division this year, uh, especially if we can't get our quarterback uh, situation straight. So um, I'm kind of leaning uh, more towards the Titans with the hopes that uh, Henny or Mike Bortles can get it right and really help take our team to win the division. David Garrard is our guest on the NFL on TuneIn. David, last one for me. You ended your career with the Jets. What's your overall view of what they're trying to do this year? I don't want to use the word tanking necessarily, but it feels yeah. like they're trying to maximize their draft possibilities. And how about what's going on under center? Can you think of a more challenging quarterback situation than what the Jets are dealing with here in 2017? No, I really can't. You know, I was very surprised when I saw all the moves they were making and all the guys they were getting rid of. I mean, good quality guys. But basically, without saying the word tank, they just said, you know what, do we win four or five games this year or do we just play some young guys, play some guys that we can develop? And if we win four or five games that way, great, but we're probably not. And that's going to set us up for getting uh, a high draft pick. And then once we get that kind of franchise quarterback, because there's a few coming out next year, then we can really say, you know what, all right, now let's start targeting some of these free agents, some of these guys. We're way under the cap. you know. We've So they're trying to build for the long haul. They're not looking at this year as a win year. They're looking at it as a, a development year. Let's develop some of these young guys so then when we can uh, put our roster together that we feel like we're ready to uh, challenge for the division, hopefully – Tom Brady's out of the division by then. <laughs> that might be another five years, right? He wants to play until he's 45, yeah, David. you know, the guy's going to be 45. I don't know if he's going to switch over to kicker and punter because uh, it's great that you have changed your diet and all that. But these guys still come fast, and they still hit you. And you've been playing for a long time now. The body just has a thing of just wearing down. Unfortunately, it happens to us, and it happens even faster when – uh, guys are putting their face mask in your chest. But he gets the ball out so fast, and he operates his offense so well that he doesn't get tagged like that too many times, and the refs also help him out too. Does not hurt when you have that winning combination. <laughs> David, we appreciate the information. Yeah. Thanks for the time. I tell Cordell that Jacksonville is not only America's team. They're Europe's team yeah. with the London presence. Let's just tell it like it is. They're a global superpower just waiting to take the next step. <laughs> And hopefully one day we take that next step before somebody else becomes cool. <laughs> And it'll be right. we, because I'm on that <laughs> yeah. jag train and I'm not getting off it. it. Thank you, David. Thanks, guys. 
You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on TuneIn. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on. Tune in.